Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. This is a very special Gets Jerked episode. This is the Flintstones and WWE Stone Age Smackdown Gets Jerked. Uh, I really enjoyed this, Scott. Whoa, hey, whoa, right out of the box? <laughs> well, Spoiler I guess we're done, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Enjoy the kids wrestling. Look, we'll talk about it at depth. There's mul- This is a multi-leveled uh, animated feature. It premiered on the Cartoon Network. Did it? I I had to. Did you do to. some investigative journalism on this movie? N- no, I uh, no, certainly didn't. Well, my d- journalism had... It, like it all went so I made a, I made a character choice no I appreciate it it's very good as journalism they had so many blackouts during the show I assume those are commercial breaks that's true they do make those types of uh, animated movies with the breaks in them so they can just easily air on TV yeah look you need your joke breaks to have your drama lines that's right Bill Cosby that's right and as Bill Cosby would also say this episode is brought to you by pro wrestling loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com, use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S, get 10% off your first loot. It it could be filled with all kinds of stuff. It's been filled with DVDs and movies before. It might be filled with this movie one day. If you subscribe now, you could jump on board. You're like, oh, I remember listening to this episode. I'm going to rate and review on iTunes because that's what I love to do. Go back, get the movie, boom, put this back on, and then you're living the dream. Look, if you like the stuff you get in these boxes... Tweet about it. Tell everybody. Yeah. Because as Bill Cosby would say, if you don't like it, nobody will believe you. Yeah. Theo. Because he would say that to Theo. And that is one of those dramatic lines in between the jokes. Yeah, in the commercial break right there. So yeah. yes, Pro Wrestling Loot, promo code jerks, get 10% off your first loot. So the Flintstones and WWE Joint Forces. This is the second animated feature that they did. It, the first one was the Scooby-Doo WrestleMania one. That I recall. That was the Hanna-Barbera. I mean, both are Hanna-Barbera. So that one was first. Uh, I saw parts of that one. I never watched the full thing. Was Velma and Scooby uh, an, an item at that point? Velma and Scooby? Yeah. That's sick, bro. What's wrong? What? What's wrong with Velma? Velma and Scooby? <laughs> Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> yep, I stand by it. Are Velma and Scooby an item? No. No, they're not an item. Oh, I hope not. So she ended up with Shaggy? Boof. <laughs> I think she ended Boof. up with... Uh, That's the noise that Scooby made. With uh, Veronica from Archie. Man, an Archie-Scooby-Doo crossover would be the tits. Why? Uh, because I love those Archie double digests, and I love Scooby-Doo. Isn't there something... Now, like Archie and Predator or something like that? Isn't Archie there something Predator, like super, super dark? Archie and Predator was one thing. There was also Archie versus the dead. And that was okay. when Jughead turns into a zombie. That one's supposed to be pretty cool. And then the new one is actually really supposed to be really good. It's just the new Archie comic. Archie Kira. Archie Kira. Yeah. Half Archie, half Akira. Oh, I would watch the shit out of that. Okay, so Archie, Scooby-Doo, Flintstones, all things that never really hit with me. Or it's like, I would watch it, I'd read it, but I never enjoyed it. Oh, Flintstones, to me, was, like, the worst. It was like, there was a laugh track, watching it, I'd be like, I guess this is good writing. Uh, and then I, no matter what, whenever I watched the Flintstones, I felt like I was being cheated. Yeah, I cheated out of good cartoons. At least Jetsons was like, alright, a little bit better because there's robots Mm-hmm. and other stuff but even then they weren't great it was just yeah. like it was this guy who hated his job who was always getting yelled at by his uh 
stupid tiny boss and his smoking hot daughter would be going out all the time and hanging out at the space disco. The only thing I liked about the Jetsons was he would literally jettison out his family at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Like they'd be riding together and he just goes, fuck off. Hits a button and then away they go. Originally it was supposed to be in space, but they realized they only had one episode when they all died of asphyxiation. Yeah, it's like Total Recall. All their eyes bolted out. <laughs> that was like two minutes. The whole intro took like eight minutes together to watch the whole family just die. And see, those aren't cartoon eyes they have. That was the it was it was one of their <laughs> test drawings for them suffocating in space. Uh, but also for us, right around the corner, we had Batman the Animated Series looming, like. Hold on there, youngster. No, <laughs> Hold on there, whippersnapper. Some of us had He-Man and G.I. Joe right around the corner. I'm what sorry. We're you, <laughs> there was a time when cartoons were just cartoons. Batman the Animated Series when it was, was when it was like, oh shit, this is like Batman the movie in cartoon form. Some of us would just slobber over Filmation and Deke. Oh, I'm sorry. Man, I would slobber for that Deke. I'm all over that Deke. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Listeners might not. They might get it. Deke! A, yeah. And there would always be that Hogan doll. Do you remember the, the Oh, yeah. The so they Hogan show doll? this, like, it would so be it's, the, it's a the... pan into a kid's bedroom, and he's looking out the window, and there's a single star, mm-hmm. and then it brightens and goes, Deke! But this kid's room was fucking awesome. It's the end of a show. It's the little tail end of the sit, production boo-boo, company. Sit. Yeah, we're, name something else that's really old that the young kids and the people over in the UK have no idea what we're okay, talking okay. about. Okay, okay. The guy, the Jewy-looking guy with the afros at the typewriter, and he pulls the paper out oh and throws God. it, and it goes, and then it lands at the uh, in the box. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a good one that someone might know now. On Adult Swim, uh, there's a lot of shows Oh, the that- William Street. It goes bong, and then it's... Or, yeah, hey. the Skull and Crossbones. Or the Bad Robot logo. Yes. Bad robot. Yeah. Or uh, I don't think the robot makes. I think on Rick and Morty, it's a it's a good show. Or the uh, Odenkirk, uh, Odenkirk, where he's like, absolutely, and it's the guy in neon. Right. Yeah. Those are. That's what we're talking about. And we're talking about the uh, the production company Stingers. Yes. Before the end of Marvel movies, guys, kids, (laughs) Scott and I would only have the production Stingers. uh, We'd see Hogan in that Deke. Or uh, Simpsons ends, and it's uh, Brooks Films, and it's someone goes, boom, 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 boom. Shh. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that wraps up our episode of Production Stingers. Um, so, yeah, they, it never really appealed to me because when watching those cartoons. Uh, I should. I, oh, sorry. Jesus. I got self-conscious for saying Jewy, but I, I think that's because I imagine Bob Ross as the guy at the typewriter. The guy who does all the painting videos. It's okay. Your hair looks dewy right now. Please, this? Yeah, you got the gray on the sides. Looks a little, looks a little dewy. Oh, thanks. And I bet you want a sandwich, don't you? I, I was about to say there's a sandwich joke in here somewhere. Hopefully that sandwich joke is in here pointing at my belly. Yeah. Don't worry. Everything's kosher, everybody. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap that shit up tight. <laughs> um... So those cartoons felt old. Hanna-Barbera cartoons feel really, really old. And, and they I, suck. Yeah, they're not funny. They suck. That's old. And I wanted to watch He-Man. I wanted to watch like big muscly guys uh, in very little clothing fight. Guess what? They fixed it. Hanna-Barbera and WWE <laughs> brought it all together. They brought me really boring, old, lame cartoons and wrestlers wearing very little clothing. I'm thrilled. Scott, what's it about? Oh, okay. 
Uh, I got the synopsis here of the Flintstones and WWE Stone Age SmackDown. So, okay, here we go. When Fred loses his family's vacation money, he hatches one of his harebrained plans to get it back. It's a sports entertainment spectacle that involves throwing his best bud Barney into the wrestling ring with the likes of John Cena Stone, Ray Mysteriopal, and even The Undertaker with Fred himself as event promoter. And Fred, honestly, when he transforms, just looks like a pimp. He looks like the godfather. Yeah, he does. <laughs> They slicked back his hair, gave him a pinky ring, and just the most... Uh, he the looks like vest. A, that Apollo Creed vest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be like the uh, Miss, Mr. America. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, sparkly vest. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a hell of a look for him. Um, and yeah, this does not skimp out on wrestling either cameos or just full-on characters. Like, it is filled. I wrote them all down. So we got uh, Brie Bella. Yeah, we got Nikki Bella. Mm-hmm. We got Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. We got John Cena. Mm-hmm. We got Mark Henry. Mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio. Uh-huh. CM Punk. That was the surprise of the movie for me. That was you didn't so know about awesome. that. I didn't even know he was in it. Oh my god! And when I saw him in the credits, I was like, CM Punk, awesome! And he plays a bad guy. He's the main bad guy, the Undertaker, and Mr. McMahon. Yeah, that's huge. That is a big good cast right there that's a good card scott that's a great card it's a real good card and steve i know you're thinking like oh did they all just play themselves no they all had funny names that's right they participated in the universe scott this isn't just a plug and play we're talking about serious writing here we had brie and nikki boulder (laughs) the boulder twins oh god stop it stop it marble henry ah stole the show world's strongest caveman no, is that what they called him? That's what he said at one point. I'm the world's strongest caveman. Oh, the best part was when him and CM Punk were having ice cream and Undertaker <laughs> said to them, your ice cream's melting. I'm serious. I'm not, you can't make this up, guys. No, that wasn't the best part. The best part was the joke that was really funny afterwards. I didn't want to spoil it for anybody. <laughs> okay, that's fair. There was a seriously funny joke between CM Punk and Mark Henry that involved the ice cream after that. One of the best jokes, like... That it was funny. It was legit funny. There's two killer jokes in all of Flintstone Stone Age Smackdown. And the one of them is Marble Henry and CM Punk having ice cream cones. Like that's that's great in itself, but they have an amazing joke about it. Yes. Uh, we're not gonna tell you because guys, honestly, you have to go watch this cartoon. It's pretty fucking good, I gotta say. But I will spoil the other with the the I will spoil the other best joke in the movie, which is Fred Flintstone John Cena Cena Rock. Say, John Cena Stone. Sorry, I was John, getting there. John Cena Stone saying to Fred Flintstone, "Hey, I'm not gonna be here my whole life. I got big plans." And then Fred Flintstone yes. says, "So did I." And then they just <laughs> hold on Fred Flintstone for almost 15, 30 seconds, just sort of panning slowly in on Fred Flintstone's broken dreams. Yes, just like so much broken rubble in that granite pit. Yes, I wrote that down because that was. That was a joke for adults. Like, that was not for kids. Kids would be like, what's going on? I mean, sometimes you don't get what you want, and you end up in a construction yard on top of a brontosaurus, <laughs> and not in a cool way. You got a goddamn uh, dinosaur at home that always jumps on you. You got your baby that doesn't seem to grow up. And you your got wife. a 300,000 clam mortgage on your cave hut. <laughs> yeah, that that was a, a priceless joke. I just... I. I had never seen such an existential nightmare joke in anything from the WWE on purpose. Yeah. And from a cartoon like the Flintstones. It was it was grade A joke telling. 
uh, Mysteriopal, which I don't, I didn't get the joke of that. Opal is a kind of stone. Okay, pass. It's a stretch. Pass. <laughs> Daniel Bryrock. A very small cameo, but that's probably because they wanted to protect him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, turns out that cartoon took two years off his career yeah, right there. a lot of hard edges on stones. Mm-hmm. Mr. McMagma. Because that's what lava is. Mm-hmm. And a great name, CM Punk Rock, the best in the prehistoric world. Yeah, CM Punk was amazing in this. He was really great. Like, you could tell, you know what, I'll, I'll say, oh, and The Undertaker played The Undertaker. Yeah, what are you going to call him? I, nothing else. You no. just call him The Undertaker. I will say to everyone's credit, they all got in it. Yeah. Like, they really gave it their all. And Punk especially. Because Cena, you know, Cena, his character's pretty straight-laced. He doesn't get to say and do a lot of different weird stuff. Ray doesn't say a whole lot. Ray has a... There's a weird sequence that's a pretty funny joke, too, that's really disturbing. Oh, when... When Ray Mysterio's wearing a suit, he was working in an office before, and then Fred Flintstone's not happy with what everybody's wearing. So he goes through and, like, gives him new outfits, and then looks at Mysterio's suit and goes like... I'm going to fix this a little bit. Tears off the sleeves to his jacket, then tears off the jacket and exposes his chest and tattoos, and then goes, hmm, one more thing. Rips off his pants. Yeah. And then goes, yeah, I guess that works. And and underneath he's wearing wearing like red shorts. Red shorts. And he goes, how did you know I was wearing these? And he goes, I didn't. That was a it's weird like, one. He was going to be happy with Mysterio's dick just hanging out like, we got it. It's a different age. It's a different age, Scott. It is. I and guess then so. I think there was also a uh, Undertaker joke where he was just wearing uh, Speedos. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about them riding too far up his butt. Yeah. Which I wanted to say, these are going too far into parts unknown. <laughs> but he, they weren't. They weren't happy with Somebody it. probably wrote that one in. They're like, no one gets what that is. They're like, well, they do get what it is. You just don't get you what it is. You just don't get what it is. Alan Burnett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was... Th- this was a pretty good effort. I mean, this is... WWE's got the monopoly on this, really. Like, they've got, you know, these these Hanna-Barbera cartoons. They're going to be having stuff on the network soon. But that like, was no also a co-production with Warner Brothers. I mean... They, WWE, the sky is the limit with the amount of animation potential that they have for yes. these sort of super funky crossovers. And I think you're right. The market is completely cornered. How could I interrupt you, gentlemen? How oh. Could I interrupt you? I'd just like to, can I interrupt you for a minute? Yeah, Billy Corrigan from, <laughs> from Smashing Pumpkins and Television's uh, Impact, TNA? Impact? Yeah, TNA, Impact Wrestling. I just, I, I'd like to interject and just let you know that's not, they don't have the no, a monopoly on everybody, so I just... I just, just want to let that out there. For TNA Impact Wrestling, it was Billy Corgan letting you know <laughs> we've got animation coming. I don't so you've see got why some you animation that. in the pipe then, uh, Yeah, Billy we sure Corgan. do. We're talking a lot of deals right now. I, you know, I, I, over there, I'm, I'm an executive, and I, I write a lot, so I, I've uh-huh. been writing some pitches for them. So, so ho- 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 hopefully, they'll uh, take, take some of my ideas. Well, uh, p- please, I'd love to hear more about this. I think I love animation. I love wrestling. Uh Hopefully, uh, WWE isn't the world, and it's a vampire. <laughs> I don't follow. It was the world is a vampire is one of your famous song lyrics. Oh, okay. 
Oh well, thank. Hey, thanks for listening. You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm, I've got my TNA hat on today, so I'm I'm strictly TNA. Gotcha. Uh, Impact Wrestling business. So <laughs> I, sorry that I didn't. Billy Corgan, I completely understand. Now, what what kind of animation do you have coming I've up? Got some big animation movie crossovers going on. It's not exclusively WWE. The, the, they don't have the market on everything popular, right? We are popular too. We we are wrestling. Okay. So, uh, one of the first projects we got going on, uh-huh. you know, the Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, uh, G- Gendy Kar- Tarkovsky, the guy who did Samurai Jack. Huh? Uh, Gendy Kartofsky, Tarkovsky, the guy who did uh, Samurai Jack, Powerpuff Girls, Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Well, I never really seen any of the shows. I just know, you know, Powerpuff Girls. That's a big, that's a big thing. It's very popular right now. Uh, yeah, I believe it's in a resurgence series. Uh, you know, we're we're gonna we're gonna pitch the 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 uh, the the powder sniffing boys, starting starring the Hardys. Oh wow! Yeah, that's one of the that's one of the shows we got going. Okay, that, that's in the works. We're talking. Does that explain about it right why now. their eyes are so big? Yeah, it's all about their uh, pupils. Okay, you know, so uh, you know, um, it's more of a medical study, really. Okay, of like how the human body can function on uh, substances. It's more of an educational animation uh, tool. Okay, we're thinking about selling it to classrooms and schools. Oh, <laughs> I. I don't think it's going to come across the way you intend, but I'd love to see the finished product. Well, uh, another popular cartoon that all the kids love nowadays, uh, Hong Kong Fui. Uh, really no. big cartoon. <laughs> really uh, huge. Really one of the biggest cartoons in the world right now. I just uh, really, I mean, Tina Impact Wrestling, we've got, the, we've got the finger on the pulse of wrestling and animation. Well, are you feeling any heartbeats? Because Hong Kong Fui. Is that another one of my song lyrics? Uh, what? I'm again. I've got my wrestling hat on today. I, I know. Not... I I mean, Hong Kong Fui is well. I admit it was probably popular at the time. I was never a fan of it. What but... time is it right now? Oh, it's about eight oh two. Yeah, it's time for Hong Kong Fui to be popular again. All right. Uh, now is that going to be on Boomerang or is it going to be? Uh... Boomerang is the Cartoon Network uh, offshoot network where they only show the Hanna Barbera stuff. Well, currently we're talking with Crackle right now. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and we're thinking awesome Kong Fui. Oh, okay. I so think we that'd have, be we have awesome Kong no, uh, knowing karate. Now, would she be solving crimes and then also knowing karate or Kung Fu for that matter? Yeah. She'd be dressed up as a dog, uh, okay. wearing a gi uh-huh. and, uh, uh, learning karate. Now, would it be as slapsticky as the original Hong Kong Fui, or would it be a little bit more gritty and realistic? Well, of course we, we want to, we want to make everybody happy. So it'd be a lot of slapstick. But really gritty. Okay. So a- anytime anyone falls down, we're talking broken limbs and uh, divorces. Gotcha. Got- <laughs> just nobody's sticking by anybody. Huh? We just want to make sure that we cover we cover all areas of everything. You okay. Know, the TNA Impact Wrestling is just we're on the market. And the market is fresh, and we're throwing fish at you. It's a slap slapstick, but gritty. I like that. Uh, Daria. Oh, you're familiar with Daria? MTV's Daria. One yeah. of the biggest shows uh, in all of television. I believe uh, one of the a, highest rated shows of all time. That's a spinoff from Beavis and Butthead, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the the emotional, troubled girl can't seem to find her place in the world. Uh, it's a real easy adaptation. Uh-huh. We're just going to call the show Jeremy Borash. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, who's her cool friend? Uh, I mean, who's Jeremy Borash's cool friend? Uh, we're working on that. We're okay. going to have to do some rewrites. Uh, I'm I'm currently volunteering myself. Oh, okay. But uh, Jeremy Borash won't return my phone calls. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I would assume he'd be calling you off the off the hook. Well, kayfabe. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we we do have one project in motion. Okay. One is is Greenlit Go. 
We, we've got the approval from the original creator himself, and we, we this is happening. Uh, Billy Corgan, I'm very excited to hear about this. I'd love to know what TNA's big going uh, crossover animated project is. Possibly one of the greatest cartoons that changed the face of animation of all time. Okay. Bobby's World. Oh, wow. Bobby's World, starring Bobby Lashley. Wow. I can see, actually, I can see that working. Yeah, growing up, uh, having parents, and uh, then uh, being an adult. Now, is he a gigantic, muscly child? Of course. Yes, right. if you go back and look at any of the photographs of Bobby Lashley, you'd see that, that this, is, this is who he is. This is how he is. This is, this uh, is it. Honestly, it sounds like the voice already matches up. Excuse me? Excuse me? Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't find this funny. Uh, Bobby Lashley. I am, not, I am not a joke. I am not animation. Uh, Billy Corgan, now, you, did you invite Bobby Lashley to talk about his role in uh, Bobby's World? Yeah, we were doing a press junket. I thought Bobby would want to talk about this right now. Okay. I'm not a joke. I am not. This is not going to be funny. I don't want any of this to be funny. So it's a it's a drama, Bobby. It is a drama. It's an animadramedy. An animadramedy. 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 Yeah. We at TNA Impact Wrestling want to make things serious. Things are not a joke. Bobby Lashley is not a joke. Well, I should just make one quick note that by calling it a uh, anodramedy, the amamedy sound makes it sound like it's a comedy. So might I suggest dramation or anonrama? Could I have to run it past creative, but I, I like the sound of this. Okay. I just want something that really sheds light and exposes us for being really, really serious because we do really hard work. Now, sometimes it gets emotional. It sounds like it. Now, uh, Billy, uh, it seems like this is going to be a really sort of uh, revolutionary cartoon show. Do you feel like it's possible to get this sort of drama animation off the ground? I know that it's green light. Do you feel like you are you confident in the second season? Well, I'm just going to need a little bit more time to draw everything. So I think what's, once, I, once I'm finished writing all the episodes for TNA, we can shoot uh-huh. all those and get them in the can. I can just get back to drawing. So, um, so are you... Did you draw, want to draw? You're animating the episodes for Bobby's World. Yeah, I'm drawing. I'm drawing everything. Here's here's a couple of my here. Oh wow! Right, look at this. What is that? About 600 pages right there. Yep. Uh, I wrote down that I need to draw 600 pages. Oh, so you just ended up drawing on each one. You just wrote on each of those pages what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I'm storyboarding it, and then I'm on, I'm on find the time to draw it. Could I use your likeness for one of the characters? Is uh, that please. Right? Uh, what kind of character would I be? Uh, cafeteria lady. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. So, uh, yeah, just uh, put it out there. Uh, 2025 uh, should be the uh, debut of uh, Bobby's World on uh, Crackle. 2025. Uh, if if I had the chance, I would love for a chance for the uncle. Hey, hey, Bobo! I'll say what we can do. Uh, thank you, Mr. Corgan. Uh, despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in the cage. No, I was just going to say uh, I was just really happy to be here today. <laughs> It's just really great to be on the show. Oh, I noticed that you took your hat off, so I assumed you're wrestling. I was, out. No, I was, I was saying goodbye. Oh, well, <laughs> Mr. Corgan, thank you very much for yeah, joining us. I just us. have a lot of rages. I mean, I just want to say thanks for having me on, despite all that. <laughs> thank you very much, Billy. What a scoop, What Scott. a scoop! Oh, man. It's a shame that this is a Gets Jerked episode and people are only going to get to hear it months after. Well, I mean, 2025 is pretty far in the future. It's a little ways. Yeah. All, all right. Ways. Fair enough. Hey! We all won't be alive by then. Oh. We're going to lose some of us. Some some of you listeners won't be with us. Scott or I might be dead. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
If it was the time of caveman, Steve, who knows what the life expectancy is? We would have had rock cancer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a joke that needs to be in the next one. Like, oh, no, Fred, I got rock cancer. <laughs> didn't Barney sound weird? Barney didn't sound like Barney. Because no. I thought Barney always sounded more like Yogi. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know, Fred. This was like, I don't know, Fred. Yeah, and it's Kevin Michael Richardson, who's like the deepest voice in all of voice acting right now. I did think that uh, Barney definitely sounded weird. He didn't yeah. sound like the normal Barney. The guy who's doing Fred, I'm sure is not the same guy. And Wilma and Betty and all that. Like, They sounded pr- pretty close to the original. Yeah. That's what I was impressed with. It's it's now... That being said, as much as I hate the Flintstones, I'm like a total fucking purist. Yeah. <laughs> if my Barney doesn't sound right, God help you. <laughs> I'm not in. I am not in this. Uh, yeah, but they, they shared the time of Flintstones and WWE very appropriately mm-hmm. between all of them. Um, uh, Marble Henry. So we talked about CM Punk Rock a little bit, mm-hmm. who was... Excellent. Outstanding. Marble Henry. Mark Henry was great, too. Yeah. Just awesome. Funny jokes. Uh, Daniel Bryan, again, like you said, a little disappointing that it was so short, but it was some good jokes. Yeah, it was good. I think what was really interesting to me was that Vince McMagma was a seafood salesman. Yeah. It was the it was Oyster just the, Raw Bar. Was that what it was? He was selling money. Scott, he was selling their currency. He had the 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 octopuses, though. Yeah, the octopuses that slapped Mark Henry and that were also scared of CM Punk. Yes, it was very strange. Like for, and I just can't help but think there's some sort of metaphor there that Vince McMahon, Vince McNagma, uh, selling seafood on ice is just like if he wasn't in the wrestling business, <laughs> this is what he'd be doing. He'd be at Pike's Place Market in Seattle tossing salmon. And this was the FFE that Fred uh, started. Fred Flintstone Entertainment. So Yeah, Fred Flintstone Entertainment had the Saturday Night Spectacle. And what was really bizarre about this, so once once all this goes down, it's like he, he at his work, the, the rock quarry job, he loses that job, screws up the vacation plans that his family had, and then starts up like a the, – Barney got in a fight. They were at the, uh, the Moose Lodge. Yeah, the, then, whatever it's called in the Flintstones. The Water Buffalo Hut or whatever. Yeah, and they had a wrestling ring and because Barney was having his pompaloose or whatever it was called. Oh, the, yeah, the hoppy or... Yeah, the, uh, box people, and it was just beating the crap out of everybody. And then CM Punk went in there and really bullied the crap out of that boxing dinosaur. Yeah. And then it turned into a wrestling match and, and then, everybody went crazy. Yeah, and everybody wanted to pay money for it. And then uh, Fred was saying, hey, this is the way that we can make money. Mm-hmm. And Barney's saying... Well, I don't want to fight. And he goes, don't worry, Barney. It's just a show. Yeah. So this cartoon is outwardly saying like, hey, we can't get hurt. It's not real. We're putting on a show. Kayfabe. Kayfabe. This is really bizarre. Really bizarre. It was, I was, but I believed it. I believed it, Scott. That's the weird part. I believed it. So all the wrestlers, Fred's convincing everyone, like, hey, it'll be totally fake. He tells John Cena and Rey Mysterio to go out and have a match. They have a match. Yeah. And then get up after this incredible match and just walk away. And the fans are like, wait, wait a minute. Boo. So, I want my clams back. Because they broke kayfabe. Yeah, they broke the reality of it. It's super weird that, you know, I'm sure this script goes past Vince McMahon and someone has to tell him, like, um, it's basically they, they say it's fake at one point, like, Okay, I'm fine with it. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
I'm selling octopus <laughs> pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird. And then I know some that you really want to get into is the world. Oh God, I forgot until you just mentioned it. Uh, I wasn't high when I watched this. By all accounts, I should have really? been because I was so I got I went to a really paranoid place that I normally get when I was intoxicated. This Flintstones world of the past, mm-hmm. if you're not a human, and even then, we pointed out that even then, your dreams get crushed and you maybe not, you maybe don't achieve the things you want. Hey, but a step up, though, now in this world, there are multicolored people there. Yeah, it was very ethnic. Yeah, it, it was never that way before. We're talking about many different colored loincloths. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the sheer amount of, like, gags they had where it was, like, an animal that's also their disposal and stuff like that. Really made me feel like they just are completely based on a slave economy of all these animals they have that have to do these super shitty jobs. Yeah, there's one that's a, a car horn. That's just getting hit over the head or something with a mallet. So so then it knows to then make a noise of a horn. And then it's like, eh, it's a living. Yeah, there's, yeah, the, the first like, it's a living. Yeah. Uh, made me think of a jobber in the WWE with a soapy finger from JBL, like going straight toward this butt and going like, it's a living. It's, it's exactly what it, Scott. That's exactly what it's like. It seems so similar. It's like, Oh, well these come together oh, yeah, here. This is miserable. Uh, and then there was just so many like small animals that were doing these weird menial tasks. Like, uh, the, uh, I think it was like a shark tooth, like fish that someone was using as a toothbrush. Right. And then my least, like, this one really got me. At the Water Buffalo Lodge, there was this furry little creature that was like, hi! And then it turned into a little ball, and they threw it into a <laughs> giant dinosaur's mouth. And we never saw that creature again. Because that creature got eaten, Steve. I know, but I've never seen them just like, oh, this job means nothing, and you do it until you die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we dealt with death in this one. Yeah, they really dealt with it and the futility of the working man. You know what was uh, also creepy in this, uh, straying away from the animals a little bit, was how attractive Bree and Bella Boulder were, as well as the uh, Flintstone wives. Okay, fair. Fair point, yes. But also, Fred intruded in on Barney twice. Both times in the bathroom. Yes, both times in Barney's bathroom. One of the times he's brushing his teeth, and Barney would just keep spitting on Fred a lot. Uh, and then the second time, Fred pokes his head in when Barney's got his dick out and is peeing. Like yeah. Fred is going to pee, and Fred or Barney's going to pee, and Fred pops in, and Barney flips out. I thought he was gonna pee on Fred. <laughs> I just use the same animation the of all same that squirting, yeah, squirting on his face, and then Fred just being angry and wet. But yeah, that was that was caveman intrusion. Of like, no, I have my my parts are exposed, Fred. No, this is a new place. Uh, did they used to interrupt each other in their bathrooms in the old series? Not that I recall. I'm sure Fred had so many hairbrained schemes that he'd have to check in on Barney when he's doing a deuce. The poor toilet when he was dropping rubble. That poor toilet dinosaur that just has to eat everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> like any sort of element of something that we take for granted. Imagine a creature that has to do it for us at the expense of its own well-being. Yeah. Oh, that my, can then also communicate. Oh, my iPhone doesn't work. Better open it up and make sure that all those uh, gerbils inside that are gang-raping each other are making the batteries work. Punch, punch, punch. It's a living. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Uh, 
But yeah, this movie, it clips along. It's under an hour, as I said before. I think it runs at like 58 minutes. It's pretty good animation. Yeah. I don't understand in the world. Can you help figure this one out for me? Like, I remember in the past, they used to type on typewriters. Everything is on, like, stone. So all paper, the check that they write them, like, it's all stone and mm-hmm. it's carved into it. Then they also have televisions that are all stone on the outside and then show images and Undertaker has an iPad. So he's looking at like those things were explained, fancy. but I feel like in the TV one, it used to be like dinosaurs inside the TV that would like fight each other or that something. Act like. out whatever the program was. Yeah. Like those ones are like, they just don't even bother. It's like, yeah, it's a TV. It works. Am I being too weird? Am I just supposed to let that go and you're not think to, about it? You're supposed to let it go. But look, okay. I'm concerned with the slave economy in Bedrock. <laughs> you might as well be concerned with their amazing alien technology from the future. I am. It's weird. But, uh, Steve, did you think anybody was missing from this? I mean, I let's let's do this. I do want to talk more about CM Punk and how amazing he is in this. Yeah. He was incredible. His tattoos are great. Like, the, the mold of him is great. And there's a couple of guys, not many of them, where they do the eyes differently. CM Punk's got the beady eyes. He doesn't uh, have, th- like, the, the ovals and then the white around it and then the pupils. Who's uh, What's the Jetsons kid's name? Elroy. He's got Elroy eyes. He does. And so does John Cena Stone. Yes. But Marble Henry's got big eyes. He does. Bree and Nikki have beady eyes. Yeah. Undertaker has normal eyes. Uh, Vince McMagma, beady eyes. Weird. I wonder Ray what Mysterio, the... big eyes. Yeah. I wonder what the choice is. Daniel Bryan, big eyes. No. Uh, I can't remember. One and one. Yeah, one and one. <laughs> one and one for both worlds. Um... I, it was just stylistic. That's all I could think to say. I thought you said dialistic, and I'm like, that's a good eye joke. <laughs> that's a good eye joke, bro. A better man than I, Scott. You can crush him over at Lens Crafters <laughs> Convention. Uh, Punk was so good, at it. and I think it just reminds me that had I watched this when it came out, I would have been like, yeah, this is perfect. CM Punk's my favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's. I don't care if he's a heel now or not. He's wonderful. He's so fucking good. And then also, but of course, at the end of it, I was like, fucking typical, burying CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, yeah, Cena, Cena gets the upper hand. And there's a lot of pile drivers in this movie. Oh, yeah, for an illegal move? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of just crashing guys down on stone onto their head. Yeah. And, like, so hard that their body is stiff. Yeah. Their body's know? stiff and the ground cracks. Mm-hmm. But CM Punk's great. Undertaker's funny. Nobody that growls, it's their growl. Somebody else is growling for them. Did you notice that? Maybe. You didn't think Undertaker was growling? Uh, I think there's like a, uh, the dead walk among you. But all the, like the, you just know, the solo growl? Like, that's Fred Tatashore right there. <laughs> the guy from Wolverine from X-Men? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. No, like the Incredible Hulk. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh it also made me think, God, I wish I could have been in that as just a random bystander. Wow, what a match. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty good overall. Uh, do you feel like anybody was missing? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> They've got a world-class roster, Scott. Who would you put in there that's not in there? Gentlemen, it- perhaps I can be of assistance? <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is happening? I am Braun Strowman. Hey, you ripped the door off of our new studio, man. 
Sorry, I did it quietly. I shall put it back now. Yeah, it's a sliding door. If you could just ease it back in there, Braun Strowman of the Wyatt family. Might as well be Braun Strongman. Okay, yeah, yeah that's kind of what your name sounds like. I'm sure the implication is there. Uh, can I help you with anything? I'm just here to let you guys know that I am available for animated features. Okay. Great. It's good to know that you're available for animated features. This is the vocal medium, is it not? I am available. Are you going to have an animated series anytime soon? Is Curtin Dirks going to have an animated series anytime soon? I've seen the logo. It looks like you're already halfway there to Animation Town. You know, it'd be it'd be amazing if someday somebody that was an animator would animate our episodes and bring it all to life. But, uh, you know, that's... I think it'd be more interesting to see behind the scenes. Steve at work slaving away. Scott stuck in traffic. Then you both come together before the show trying to figure out what will be funny. Will anyone care? Does the word even know that you're alive and then you've got beady little eyes i got beady little eyes or steve depending on the style <laughs> i'd like big eyes i i think i'd like big eyes fine big eyes for all <laughs> Brom Strowman, i'm really confused as to what's going on here you seem to be wanting to watch the animated story of our lives i like to spread my joy as i find it you don't, on TV, you, you present no joy. You, you're just a, a vicious, vicious, heartless man. Acting! <laughs> oh, you're a big actor. I'm you? a big actor. I'm the biggest actor. Did well, you see me lay down Kane in Big Show at the Royal Rumble? I did. That was very impressive. And Mark Henry. Yes, you could call it the rub. Okay, yes. They... Just like I like my steaks, peppered and salted and rubbed. Um... Look, uh, you you strike me as I very am odd. Of the sea. <laughs> I am the ruler of the. What? Uh, I was just helping you with the lyrics. Accompany me, Gilbert and Sullivan. Accompany me. Uh, no. Accompany me. Look, I I'm... sing with me, Scott. We are on the show. Ah, uh, put me down. <laughs> put me down. Here we are ah! dancing. <laughs> I am a strong wrestler. <laughs> you are a strong podcaster. Here we are. Here we are, living together. Scott, oh, you shook me up and down too much. Oh, Scott, you you had a burpee. You okay? It's like I'm carbonated and you just made me explode with all my soda out. You're a big tall soda. Oh, Braun Strowman, please, look. I... <laughs> what can we do for you? What do you want? I just want to let you know that I would like to be in the animated features. I know that I have the countenance of a mountain crag, but I have the voice of an angel. And the face of a baby with a beard on it. Yes, I do look like a baby with a beard. A bearded baby. I am a bearded baby. A baby with a beard. I oh am no, a bearded put Steve down. Baby. I'm a bearded baby. I'm a bearded baby, a baby with a beard, put me down. I'm a baby with a beard, a beard with a baby, put me down. <laughs> wow, he is a shaker. Yeah, okay, Brom, thank you so much for stopping by. I hope things... Uh... Thank you, Scott Novel and Steve Sears of the Curtain Jerks. Sorry to hear about the rumors not coming true of you fighting The Undertaker at WrestleMania. What? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear? Well, I'll... Uh... Go change my calendar post-haste. Now available for some community theater. I hope to see you soon, Scott. Okay. God, he'd make a great Lenny.
would, wouldn't he? He would. Not the time of this recording, though. You know, we're just one week away from the show, and we've already got somebody. Oh, do you? Yeah. Sheldon, and he's great. Yeah? I'm really looking forward to this show. Are you going to go? Yeah. Or did you go? (laughs) Check it out, fans. (laughs) Yeah. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them Curtain Jerk sent you. Actually, there'll be one day left with two performances, so check out that Sunday matinee or evening show. This is a Gets Jerked episode. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, are are you going to Gets Jerked of Mice and Men? (laughs) Yes. Featuring Scott Narver of the (laughs) Curtain Jerks podcast? That was my plan. I was going to do a live recording. (laughs) Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Uh, There is a cast member uh, that uh, he found out from my Facebook page. He goes like, so you're a wrestling fan, huh? We've been talking wrestling every day. I was now. about to say it's the it's the check in. It's what happened to me and you when you're like, "Hey, you like wrestling?" Yeah, it's what happened with me and Warzeka. Yeah, it's that it's moment. The look around. So, uh, you like wrestling, huh? Just the old stuff, though, right? You're into the new stuff. The new too? stuff, all right. Just ECW. Ugh. You're from the East Coast, I take it. That's right, Curtain Jerks fans. We know what it's like. There's others out there like you. We're like you. You're like us. And you may be one of those that enjoys the Flintstones in WWE Stone Age Smackdown. I did. I enjoyed it. I liked it too. I really thought it was going to be... I really, really, really thought it was going to be terrible. I thought it was going to be a shitty Flintstones episode. It was better than a shitty Flintstone episode. It's not like the greatest thing ever, but it's fun. And there's that one joke that we're still not going to talk about. We're going to talk about it off air. Oh, yeah. The Between CM Marble Punk Henry and, and Marble CM Henry. Punk, uh, and it's not dirty ice. or anything. Don't think like, like, hey, put my dick in your mouth. <laughs> and then put the ice cream on there. It tastes real good. It's nothing like that. <laughs> oh, man. I'm no not, way, man. I'm straight edge. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that constitutes a joke, but it definitely makes me laugh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's legitimately fun. And I was thrilled that a listener had, had provided this for me, like gave me the digital download. And I'm curious now about the Scooby-Doo one. Let's check it out. Yeah. And that's at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. And Sin Cara's in it. They heavily advertised Sin Cara at the time being in it, which blew my mind because it's like, motherfucker, don't talk. He don't say anything. And that was the first Sin Cara. Well, that, that one, that that's not the second one. More that's... like Sin voice. <laughs> yes. Look out, Lens Crafterson. <laughs> uh, so I I endorse this. It's not great if you're gonna if you're gonna rent it. You know, look if you four, were dying dollars if you were dying tomorrow. Yeah, I would say rent it if you didn't have any time if you didn't have anybody to spend your time with. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how much how much would you say like if you spent this dollar amount, you'd still be happy spending it? I would say four to seven dollars. I agree, four to seven dollars. Like yeah. that's. If you rent it for four, if you own it for seven. Yeah. Yeah. Because you might watch it again. I know I will someday. I The Boulder Twins were really hot. Yeah, I'll fast forward like the first ten minutes because it's all stupid yeah, Flintstone re- shit. Yeah, you're waiting for like the really wrestling stuff to sort of pop in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I endorse this. It was a pretty good watch. And normally we watch garbage. This is true. And I expected that we were going to watch garbage. And I forgot that Punk was in it to tell Steve. Expectations blown. Blown. Uh, so yeah, pretty good stuff. Uh, uh, so go to pro wrestling loot, use that promo code jerks, J E R K S get 10% off your loot because we're talking about wrestling stuff. You get your own wrestling stuff sent straight to your door. Fun for everybody. 
Oh man, and I got some of my cement to do it. I hope Brom Strowman doesn't get those rabbits. You know what? Maybe he'll show up in uh, the audience. Oh my God, he would not be able to hide. <laughs> no, with my luck, I'd be sitting behind him. Yeah, you guys would do the episode together. Yeah. Excuse me, Mr. Strowman. Did someone say something to me? Oh boy, he's back. Oh, would like me to go, eh? Boy, that guy sounds really silly. Oh, Bobby Lashley, another professional wrestler of the squared circle. Yeah, I'm an MMA fighter too, but I don't sound silly like you do. Ah, but that's because you make sure that your behavior and your great accomplishments are just in the octagon and the arena. Mine are in the voice and the vocal ones as well. Oh, and you're making me blush. Big hugs. Big hugs. Oh, we're in the middle. Oh, we're in the middle. Ah, so check out other Get Jerks episodes in our archives. <laughs> Go enjoy those. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your rest like cats. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.